Hey, podcasters, on today's episode of Business of Glam, we are excited to have on Christy Marshall with Christy Marshall Wellness, joining us to talk about how to find a great work-life balance, as well as fitting in fitness and nutrition in your everyday life. It's so important to take care of yourself during this busy process of running a business. We hope that you'll grab a glass of bubbles and join us for Christy Marshall. Welcome to another episode of Business of Glam. I'm your host, Lindsay Wilson. We're really excited to welcome our like health and wellness guru, Christy Marshall. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so excited to be on here. So she is an owner of Blush Bar Studio as well as Christy Marshall Wellness. So she no, she can teach us all of the things <laughs> about all of our health and wellness. So thanks for joining yes, us. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about how you got started and like what sparked your interest in the health and wellness industry. Yeah, definitely. So I, um, I mean, we grew up pretty healthy, did tons of sports. I always joke and say, my mom's going to be mad at me for saying this, but she, she knows she doesn't like to cook. She doesn't like to cook. And so we like laugh because we literally had either like salmon and veggies every night or chicken and veggies. <laughs> and so now looking back, I'm really thankful because um, she gave us a really healthy start. Fast forward to I was a competitive tennis player growing up, traveled all around for that, played in college. And um, so I was very aware of what I was putting in my body and how that made me feel and just kind of the impact um, that food had on me in general. So I was pretty cautious. I mean, I still had fun in college and all that stuff. Post-college, I started doing triathlons um, and really getting into yoga and just kind of trying out different things and really got more interested in cooking. And I'd say that was a big um, driver as to getting into the wellness space also is, you know, home cooking for myself and trying different things and learning more about farmers markets and whole food eating and um, just getting really interested there. And so, and then fast forward to, I, it's kind of funny. I never thought, Oh, I'll have a studio or something like that. But my background was in marketing and I was still doing all my sports and wellness. And I loved yoga for the mental side of things and stress management. Um, but then I took a bar class at a studio in Minneapolis and it was such a great studio and it was locally owned and it was so much fun. And that just stayed in my head. And so when I got home, I started taking bar, but we didn't have anything close by at the time in our neighborhood. And I was just like, I should open a bar studio. (laughs) And luckily I have a very um, supportive husband who's better at taking risks than me. And he was like, you should. And so kind of jokingly, we wrote a business plan together. Um, And I don't know, before I know it, yeses were coming through and I found myself, you know, going through, working through it with a bank and then signing a lease on Halloween, which felt (laughs) a little, (laughs) I was like, hmm, not sure about this, but here we go. So that trek or a treat. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, huh. Um, But it was really fun. And that the studio part has been a little over three years. I'm sure we'll talk more about that. And then the wellness part really just came with my own, just trying to balance things as a business owner. And I know as we all age and get into your thirties and everything, it's like, wow, I have to treat my body a little better and more self-care and more work on the mental side of things. Um, so that really started to drive my interest in self-care, mental health. Um, and I decided, you know, along with nutrition and all of those things, I wanted to 
kind of add that to my offerings. So I um, took a nutrition course to get certified as a holistic health coach um, through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. So that kind of brought it full service to where I also do health coaching with groups and individuals and speaking and things like that. So it's fun. It's kind of and it's helped now, you know, tailor the studio to be a little more wellness focused too, besides just bar classes. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. It's amazing. And you have a little bit of a focus on kind of corporate mm-hmm. health and well-being yeah. and your like newfound coaching venture. Yeah. And I want, you know, I think it's such a cool area to get more and more into, you know, people, it's just with our generation, I think we can all attest to it. You don't want to just have work as your focus, even though we're all working hard, you still want to kind of, you know, enjoy it and not just be like the eight to five grind (laughs) and like have something to look forward to. And I know, you know, what I'm hearing from employers are that employees, when they sign on with companies, they are, that's really a requirement now that they want, you know, culture and um, different things offered than just, you know, than just looking at salary and benefits and all of those things. So it's been fun talking with companies about how to integrate corporate wellness, which I think is a big part of culture, you know, so that could be anything from providing health coaching to employees um, to doing lunch and learns. I love doing that. We'll come in and, you know, we'll do some kind of lunch and learn or workshop and the employees can kind of pick my brain and about their own health questions and concerns. Um, We've done like corporate challenges, you know, where everyone kind of gets on board, whether it's some kind of fitness challenge or eating challenge or something like that. But I think, you know, companies are used to giving professional development to their employees. But I think now, because people are getting so much more into wellness and balance, that it really benefits companies to give also personal development in the way of their mind, body, soul, all those things. We're in the world of like the Facebook companies and everybody giving like all of these perks to their employees. And so I think it's really important to find that balance. I agree. Especially health and wellness. Yeah. And like Denver, I feel like is a great city to do that in already because, you know, people are so active and outside all the time. And there's so much you can do outside, even at the workplace, whether it's Mm -hmm. like a walk or a little mini workout or whatever it is. So it's a good, it's a good one. What do you think? kind of companies do you find that there's like a lack of understanding that health and wellness do you ever struggle with kind of talking a CEO or an owner of a company into bringing you on board and really showing that like competitive edge that they're bringing to their employees yeah Yeah. I mean definitely it's a challenge because of course it's going to kind of stem from the person at the tops culture you know so if they're really in to health and wellness and they've seen that positive impact on their life and their productivity, then it's more of a go. But, you know, sometimes that's not the case. Um, The other side of that being I try to really lead in with because there is like hard found studies and facts on the benefits of things like meditation and how that impacts your productivity. Um, I was just reading a stat yesterday that make sure I don't butcher this, but 15 minutes of meditation a day decreases your cortisol level, which is your stress hormone by 20%. So you think of something like that. I mean, I would want my employees to be 20% less stressed so they can really have clear thinking, tackle, focus, you know, Mm -hmm. tackle the job. So I try to lead with stats because there is a lot of studies now around how wellness. Um, And then we also talk a lot about healthcare. So, you know, I'll talk to them about how the positive impact it can have on their healthcare costs. If they're actually trying to promote a company culture of yes, take your lunch, get outside, go for a walk, go to the gym, whatever it is. Um, so I think it's starting to get there, but I do think it's a newer thing. Unlike like 
uh, just from what I see, like personal development mm-hmm. is newer to for companies to realize that that still impacts them positively rather than just professional development. So yeah, there's a lot of, um, I think educating the area and I just really try to like use stats and facts to help prove that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a personal like vision mission statement for blush studio for your wellness company for yourself that you kind of hold yourself accountable to and hold your staff members accountable to? Well, it's kind of funny you say that because I was telling my husband this recently, you know, as an entrepreneur, which Lindsay can totally get, you have a different idea all the time of like, then I could launch this and then I can launch this. And our brains bounce. Yes. And it's always just like, oh my gosh, you know, but you're like, when would I ever sleep? And, um, and so as I try to still hone in on like, at the end of the day, what's my passion? And I do think that's an ever evolving thing, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, what do I like? What's my mission at the end of the day? And it's really to help people shine. So that could mean, you know, being in their best health, stress management, anxiety management. It could just be confidence boosting. But I feel like whether it's a class I'm teaching at Blush of, you know, my bar students or it's a one-on-one coaching, like I just want people to feel like they're shining and to be a light in their life and something positive. Um, so that's really my mission. You know, Blush, we recently kind of changed the branding to becoming a wellness bar and for everyone talking in case, <laughs> especially men. So B-A-R-R-E, as we're talking about this blush bar, right? sadly, to when my husband realized I wasn't opening a bar. She with, was like, shoot, Christy, I know, like, I this is a great idea. Different. Oh, wait, you're talking about like a ballet bar and <laughs> tutus? What? No, we don't really wear tutus. I wish we did. Um, but yeah, we've changed blush to more of a wellness bar and our instructors have really been working on, you know, even when we're teaching class, because if you've taken bar, it's a very fast paced class. Um, but we really try to lead in and include more um, kind of self-care talk and setting intentions for the class and really restorative endings with stretching and self-love and gratitude. Um, so I've been trying to kind of incorporate all of that into because I feel like if you're going to get an hour experience to yourself, a lot of my ladies are like busy working moms or entrepreneurs or, you know, whatever their, their lives are crazy. So one hour to themselves, I want to make it kind of that full mind, body, soul, um, benefit. I love that. What is kind of your best trick? Cause I know you teach classes one-on-one you're coaching people daily on health and wellness. How do you kind of stay recharged? What's your favorite thing to kind of do to take care of you and do yeah. your self-care? I used to feel so guilty about naps. Um, But, you know, I think you have to know yourself. Like some people just need a lot of sleep. And I am one of those people. And I think I I always say I think I'm an extroverted introvert because I'm outgoing. But I really do have to have that alone time to restore that quiet time. Um, so I joke about naps, but even if it's a nap doesn't fit in my day, I um, will take like 15 minutes and just sit outside or So, you know, as someone that really needs to restore, especially after I teach, that's such a, you just put yourself out there so much in an hour of teaching, right? Because you are talking to everybody, you're making sure everyone's safe in their positions, you're eight counting the heck out of everything, you know, plus doing a physical workout. Um, So I'm usually exhausted after that. So I have just learned because I used to feel like, well, I can't take like an hour nap. I have so much to do, but I've learned I'm so much better off even if it's 15 minutes, an hour restoring for a little bit, or that could even be like picking up a book that you love right now. I'm reading one called grace, not perfection. And like today I had 15 minutes. So I just read a chapter out of that. 
Um, and so doing those little things is huge. And that's why I'm such a big proponent with my clients or anyone I talk to is that self-care piece of it, because you really do have to keep restoring and filling that bucket up. Um, so I'd say, you know, I really try to up the self-care and pay attention to when I know I need to do that. And then just one little tip, which I tell everybody, and you've probably seen it on Instagram or whoever you've you know followed, but a warm glass of lemon water every morning. I just swear by that. It's the first thing I do every day. And with how crazy life is, knock on wood, it really keeps me healthy. Like my immune system, it's great for your immunity. It helps you detox. It helps you rehydrate after the night. And I swear, since I've been doing that for two or three years now, and with how crazy life is, and I know everyone listening to this can relate, my health, like as far as catching common colds and all that stuff has been so much better since I've started it. So I would get like, and you can still do your coffee and everything after, but that would be my quick wellness tip to everybody is just try hot lemon water in the morning and see how it impacts you. It's pretty awesome. Well, that was kind of the answer to my next question, but maybe there's another little nugget of information you have on kind of the best advice to stay healthy when you're super busy, you feel like you have no me time, maybe you're first starting out in a new business, you're like constantly working, you're working 70, 80 plus hours a week, you're never stopping. What are kind of the best keys of advice or if there's like a supplement or something magic pill that we can take (laughs) to like keep you going and staying healthy and feeling. There's this beautiful magic thing called rosé. It does wonders. (laughs) Rosé. Rosé all day. All day rosé from the health and wellness person. Um, No, and I only partially could because I think wine can definitely be a part of your self-care and moderation. But, um, and I love a beautiful glass of rosé. I don't know. You know, there's a couple things. I mean, I would say if you can get yourself outside, even for like five, 10, 15 minutes, it's so good for you to get that sunshine and fresh air. And it's not just a, oh, feel good, warm fuzzies. It actually helps your body keep on track of when to be awake, when to start winding down for the night. It kind of signals to your body where we're at, how it's supposed to be, and will help with sleep. Um, and mentioning sleep, I think that would be my number one recommended, like non-negotiable for crazy entrepreneurs. And I know it's so hard, especially when you launch a new business. I remember that with blush. I mean, when you're a business owner, you could work all night, every night, right? Like you, you have plenty to do. Um, but like sleep is one thing I just will not negotiate on because I know when I'm not getting sleep, like I'm not at my best and I get sick and run down just like the rest of us. So I'm pretty stringent about no matter how busy, of course, if there's like a huge deadline or something, every once in a while it might be a crazy cause, but I'm pretty set on like getting that seven to nine hours a night. Um, and if I don't get that, then trying to build in a nap the next day, just because the sleep is so huge for your hormones, for your energy levels, for your immune system, like above all else, all the supplements in the world, nothing will be as healing as sleep. Sleep's kind of the number one thing. I need to do more sleep. I know you and me both. (laughs) Sleep is amazing. It is amazing. Um, So with that being said, we can have our rosé and still be healthy. So how do you kind of find that balance between work and personal life? And how do you kind of create that? You have a husband, a stepdaughter, a business, two businesses. (laughs) I I know I'm never bored, so that's good. Um, a no. new puppy, a new puppy. We <laughs> we foster puppies, and now we fostered failed. So I have three dogs and a cat as well. <laughs> but the farm, we have the farm. But um, 
No, I, you know, I don't know if you can have balance. I just don't know that that's really possible. You know, we're all in these seasons of life where, you know, you might be in a big career season. You might be in a big family season, having babies or whatever it is. You might just be getting out of college. You know, there's all these seasons and it's hard to be perfectly balanced throughout. But I just have learned to be really in tune with my body to where you start kind of learning your tells. Like for me, if I start forgetting silly things or doing something like, you know, placing my keys in the fridge or something like that. That's when I'm like, well, okay, it's time to start slowing down. Like you have kind of emptied your cup and we need to start to refill. So I, I feel like just through my wellness practice and especially mindfulness practices, I notice things that maybe a few years ago under stress, I wouldn't, I would just kind of plow through and ignore. Um, so I think I am better at kind of, you know, recognizing the symbols. And then I think, yeah, enjoying life. Like even as someone who's careers and health and wellness. Like I love coming home at the end of the day and having a glass of wine with my husband and rehashing our day, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, you know, everything in moderation, I have a piece of dark chocolate every night before bed. To me, it's more about like the quality over quantity, you know? So if I'm going to do something indulgent, like dark chocolate, then I'm making sure I'm getting high quality dark chocolate. Um, so I think it's, you know, like having grace with yourself in that way and not being like, Oh, you know, I can't have this or I can't do that. And if you're at a restaurant, like we cook very healthy at home, but if we're at a restaurant and I want to try something, I try it, you know, because that's part of indulge. Yes, (laughs) right. And like, that's part of life and self-care too, is not having all these stringent rules for yourself all the time, you know? So I'm a pretty big believer in enjoying life too. I think you can still be healthy and have good habits, but you know, live this life to its fullest. What do you think is kind of some advice that you have for small business owners that maybe can't hire a coach to come in, like little things that they can do to really make sure that they're improving their employees' health and wellness and making sure that that's like an important factor and like communicating that that's important for them to have a work, maybe family life balance or their health is important to them. Like I know in the beauty industry, it's really physical and people don't always think about that. Yeah. No, you're right. You're not thinking about at 60 years old, are you really going to be able to still do manicures and and pedicures and do all of these physical things? So what are some kind of like easy advice tips that you have to kind of like maybe incorporate in small ways to say, Hey, you're important in your health and wellness and family life is important to me. Yeah. Cause I think we all want that. Right. And I remember feeling that way. Like when I was in the corporate side of things, like you want to know that your boss cares about your life. They care if you're healthy and happy. And so I think that's important. I think probably one of the biggest things is leading by example. You know, I've talked to, um, employees at companies where, you know, the boss is such a workaholic that they're, you know, they don't feel like, well, I'm allowed to go take my lunch or I'm allowed to go out and do a walk or run during lunch or whatever I want to do kind of personally for my health, because like my boss never leaves the desk and is the first one there and the last one there, you know? So I'd say like lead by example, because I think as many times as you tell your employees like, yeah, do it, you know, it's going to be hard for employees to feel like they can do that if the boss isn't doing that. So I think that's a big thing. And then I think doing things as a group, you know, even if you can't afford a coach full time, like, could you have, you know, a yoga teacher come in once in a while or like a massage school, bring in chair massages, like maybe include some kind of corporate wellness type, um, team building activity. I think that'd be a fun idea. And then, I mean, I feel like part of it too, is just that human connection, right? At the end of the day, we all want to connect. We want to feel cared for. 
And so I think just checking in with your employees, how's their life? How's it going? You know, just actually talking to them about things besides business and getting to know them, I think goes a long way because we want to feel connected, you know. What do you think is just something you wish you would have known or best advice that you got before starting the Blush Studio or your wellness? What is there any like little piece of advice or some advice that you would give to anybody like wanting to get into the industry? Yeah, I think probably the biggest thing is um, not being so attached to your initial idea. So when we opened Blush, I had it in my head we were going to be a blood or a bar and a yoga studio. And I was so excited about that because I was like, oh, that's one place you could take all your classes. Um, this will be amazing and everyone will want that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I really tried to make yoga work on our schedule and we tried different times and different styles and different teachers and it just did not take off, but our bar classes were doing great. And so I finally had to take a step back and say like, you know, it's kind of goes back to like, listen to what your clients are telling you. So finally it was like, okay, they don't want yoga, you know, and probably because in this area that we're in, you know, there's three other yoga studios and we are the only bar studio and this is like a new exciting thing. And so they would rather have more bar classes on the schedule and more flexibility and time around that. So I think it's, you know, your initial idea might not be what you end up going with and being okay with that. Not so attached to it that you're going to like make that square peg fit into a round hole, you know? Um, and once I did that, like it just, that opened it up so much more too. And we could do more with the bar classes and obviously that helps attendance and revenue and all of those things. So Yeah, I think just not being so, so stuck because when you're especially when you're new to the business, you're like so excited about your idea and you think everyone's going to love it. But, you know, don't forget to pay attention and get that feedback from the customers and watch their um, behaviors. Right. Mm -hmm. Both from like a scheduling revenue perspective, all those things like and you'll start to learn like, oh, this is what they actually want and talk to them about that. I love that advice because I know my business has ebb and flowed yes. <laughs> that I thought this is going to be yes. the next big thing. And it's right. not crash right. and burn. Yeah. Sometimes what you think people are going to love so much just isn't. <laughs> no, it's just not. And you're like, Oh, okay. So. Well, last question for you. What are kind of your future plans, visions, dreams that you have for your company? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I know, right? It's exciting to think about and it's always changing. (laughs) My ideas are always popping somewhere. Um, So Blush, yeah, we just hit our third year, which is really exciting. Um, I feel like that's just always evolving and changing, you know, getting more into wellness and hosting different wellness workshops and things there. And just always trying to think of new ideas and, um, you know, whether that's new class types. We just launched a bar restore class, which... So if you've done bar before, you know, you're very sore all the time if you're a consistent bar taker. So we just launched a more restorative, like elegant, empowering class. Um, but it's a little bit more of stretching and relaxing with still incorporating bar. But um, so that's exciting. So we're always trying to do new offerings there. And then in kind of melding the two businesses with Christy Marshall Wellness and Blush, you know, I'm trying to do more speaking events and workshops and that's what I really love. I love talking to groups, um, whether it's like going into a business or hosting some kind of seminar or workshop. So we're trying to do more of that, you know, whether it's around anxiety, self-care, nutrition, all of those things. So just working through that a lot, but it's been really fun. I love it. Yeah. I think you always ebb and flow on what you're passionate about. Totally. In your business. So you just have to like 
feel the feels. I think you do. <laughs> the last piece I'm trying to work out is how do you incorporate like rescue dogs into all of that? <laughs> I'm like, puppies and bar, puppy wellness. Seriously. <laughs> then I think I'd have all my passions in one place and it'd be perfect. I love it. I love uh, that idea. Yeah. So funny. Well, thank you so much thank for joining you. us so and sharing your health and wellness and wisdom with us. Oh, for thank you. And congrats on the podcast. Thank so you. excited to listen. Thank you. That was fun. <laughs>